Hey everyone, this is my brother Michael. My brother Adam. We're the Sharp Brothers. You're listening to Mentoring for the Modern Musician. Hey everyone. Hey everyone, welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast. We're so excited to have you here. Welcome to Mentoring, Mentoring for, for the, the Modern, modern musician. musician. Always happy to have you guys with us. Yeah. And uh, we will do the house cleaning that I keep forgetting to do, which is <laughs> please make sure you subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends. Like and share. Like and share. Leave comments. Oh, s- please. Suggestions for show topics. We love the comments and the suggestions. Yeah. Love it. Because we're, uh, we're here for you guys. Yeah. That's why we're doing it. That's why we're doing it. To make your life better. <laughs> make your lives better. better. Exactly. So, I am very, very, very oh, stoked about what we're going to talk about today. I am super excited about this. Yeah. Um, the 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 title today is are you ready are you ready are you ready for what all of it everything 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 and and one of the things that we we well i feel like i've had a hard time um clarifying or 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 putting into words mm-hmm. is what we, what we mean by artist development right right and i mean you know it's important for us it's it's kind of what we do. Kind of what we do, right? So, so yeah. we want to make sure. I want to make sure we want to be clear on. That, yeah, that our, we're, right. Are we ready to describe? Right. What that, artist development? That our is. verbiage is um, crystal clear, crystal clear, and concise, mm-hmm. and helps people understand quickly. Like we're always talking about the elevator pitch for right. you guys. Have the elevator pitch. You know, what does your music sound like? What do you do? What kind right. of artist are you? And so we want to be able to model be able to describe that. it in fifteen right. seconds or less, right? Yeah. And so one of the things that I think we've been talking around that we hear a lot of people mm-hmm. missing yeah. that lots of people sort of jump over there's and, so much great information out there yes. i mean there's a lot of always obviously there's always a lot of bad information as well and Correct. that's when it's unchecked that's going to happen but when you're discerning and and usually you can tell yeah right by oh, how totally. many downloads something has how many listens it's got how many views yeah. on youtube it's got you can tell when information is is good information, and there's totally. so much good information out there, and we've talked about a lot of absolutely people so, that we listen to and that we encourage you to listen to. So a few weeks ago, when we when we had Circa from Indiepreneur on, yeah, you're like, oh, I, yeah, no, right. this is this oh, is yeah. quality information. This is quality information. They you know, know what they're talking about. We we had Keith Hatchick on the on the show, mm-hmm. who by the way has a new ebook. has a new ebook out. It's very affordable too, right? It's like two dollars and ninety nine cents. Yeah. We actually, I, I did, I added that to the um, helpful links on the website. On our website, okay, great. So you can go there. Website is m3, m3 artist.com. Singular, artist, singular.com. If you Google Mentoring for the Modern Musician, it'll yep. show up also. And that's, where the, in the show notes, we've always got a link to yep. this anyway. So, yeah. but but you can listen, when you're listening to people like that, you go, oh, yeah, oh, get it. This, these right. people know what they're talking about. And and there's there's great information, and, and we urge you to go check mm-hmm. out as much of it as you can. Always. But the piece that isn't the, there. No, the piece that we keep talking that we keep talking to people about and, and and trying to help people understand that we keep calling artist development we, artist development. Right. That that sounds awful when we say it. We I mean I can think of mean ways to say it. Like we we, <laughs> we start every artist development session we have with people going. So why do I care? Right. Right. Who right. cares about well, this we don't. besides you do. your mom? That's always the question you ask, That's and the I always. Point. Re-ask and in a nicer in way. In a nicer way, and because I don't mean it. In I know way. you don't. I I mean it in a real way. Like that's cool, but who right. cares? Right. What What is it about you that is going to make people stand up and take yes. notice? Right. What? And want to invest their time or their money 
or their emotions, emotions their, their, their energy yeah. into. And, and so... We, what's uh, unique about what's you. What's unique about you. And so the idea of us asking now, are you ready? Right, exactly. For specific points. And what's great about asking, are you ready, is that it helps you understand this is perpetual. Right. This is at every stage. At every stage. Artist development doesn't end. No. Artist when, development isn't... When you get a following, when you get a, a, you know, if you get a song that hits big on Spotify, that you have a video that's got, you know, 10 million views, if you that are, you get a record contract, that you're a touring musician. None that, of it. Right. It, Coldplay still needs to do artist development. Yes. Because they're still going to be asking themselves, are they ready? Right. Who are we now? Who are we now? What What are we trying to do? Mm-hmm. Right. And artist development is definitely for aspiring. It's definitely for emerging, and it's definitely for, for established. established artists. It doesn't end. And maybe we'll do another show on pieces of that. But for now, we want to clarify some of the things that we mean about "Are you ready?" Yeah. And look, you know, some <laughs> some of you guys out there and women out there, they're going to listen to this. And some of it is going to feel really rudimentary to you. And, yes. And like, well, I mean, I knew this when I was 16 or 18 or 21 or right. whatever. And, but and great. Good, good, good. But I promise you that there's other information that won't feel that way to you. And you'll be surprised probably about. Absolutely. Wow, I hadn't even been thinking about that that was a thing. Well, and I mean, you know, this is sort of a truth with any of the podcasts that we're doing. That we're, what we're bringing out is we're bringing out examples of what we're talking about. Exactly. But the concepts that we're talking about mm-hmm. are things that you should kind of always have it's going pretty universal. on in your head. It's universal. And, and they're things that will... And that they don't end. It doesn't not, yeah. end. It's always, it is always about self-knowledge, being self-actualized about yeah. where you're at and what needs to happen next for what you would like to see the result of. Exactly right. right. What else do I need to attend to so that I can get to that next level, to that next Exactly. So at at, at each stage as as exactly. an aspiring artist, you got to, you know, figure out kind of who you are. Right. Who are you? Who Who are you in the space? Right. Right. Like and that who, can, are and you it an, can, are yeah. you an EDM artist? Right. Are you a folk artist? Are right. you a blues artist? Are you a dance artist? Are you a hip hop artist? Are you right. a country artist? Yeah. And then, am I a uh, a pop country artist? Right. Am I an Americana country <laughs> artist? Exactly. Am I right? There's because it's a huge. Am I a rock and roll country artist? Because there's a huge difference between, um, you know, Jason Aldean and Casey Musgraves. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Right? And not just because they're men and women. I mean, no, but, but because they play. Very different kinds of country music. Exactly. Both incredibly successful and real and authentic and well done. Top right. of the game, top of the heap kind right. of music. Yeah. But completely different. Right. Now, are you a so are you a pop artist? Well, again, Bruno Mars <laughs> or Lady Gaga. Right. Or Ed Sheeran. Right. Or John Mayer. Or Taylor Swift. Or ta- exactly. So these are all, right? Yeah. So, and... And it sometimes is helpful to think of this. And again, we get it. You don't want to put yourself in a box. Yep. And you want to be able to change what you're doing. And you want to. And this is part of the the constant self knowledge, right? right? Is always asking yourself, okay, so who do I want to be? What do I need to do to be what I want to be next? Yes. Right. And so that'll be a part of it. And that's why we'll do another show about that too. Yes. But so let's start at the beginning here, and. Let's do a little bit of clarifying using other 
professions. Right. To give you an example, <laughs> yes. right? Because very often what happens with with artists, especially the most talented artists, uh, and not just the material, but I mean most of us who, and I will include us in that because we used to be that. Right, right, right. It was, there, there was this, this impression that I just needed to get someone to discover right. me and my talent and then they would take care of everything else. Yeah, throw a bunch of money at throw you. Throw a bunch of money at me and, and get give me a great team. And they put me on the road, and I they'd shoot a video for me, and I they'd record an album. Right. And they'd give me the space to write, and and ultimate creative freedom. Right. Exactly. Right. And that we wanted this. You know, when we're 18, 19 years old. Right? right. Or you just graduated from music school, and you're 22, and you think you deserve that. Right. Right. Or you've been around for 30 years. And you've been slogging at it, and you know who you are, and you think you deserve that now. Right. Or, right? right. Like now, like immediately. Yeah, right. Right? But let's break it down to other professions. Right. Where it's a little bit more realistic, and there's sort of a path. Right. Like, let's say lawyer. Right. Nobody gets out of high school and thinks they're supposed to be a partner in a law firm. Everybody understands that that's not a... That's, that's not a, ridiculous. If you were to say that, people, people would, laugh, would at laugh at you. And think, you know, who are you, the Doogie Hauser of lawyers? Right. Right. No, what happens is... You go from high school to college to undergrad and get mm -hmm. good grades and study something. Right. Perhaps philosophy or right. government or, or something. History or, or history or history or politics or, or right. whatever. Maybe art history. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter. You could be all kinds. There's all kinds of different Absolutely. law. Then you're going to get into the best law school you can get into. Well, you got to pass. Well, you got to pass the the boards first. The, pass right. the GREs, right? Get into grad school. Right. Isn't it the GREs or whatever? Mm, I think it's the LSATs. Okay, but so in before you can even get in, there's mm -hmm. another test. All right, so now you're in. You're the best law school you can go to. Then you get out. Are you going to be a partner in a law firm when you get out? Right. Well, well, let's even back up. Okay. What kind of law are you going to practice? Well, right, but you, you find that out in law school. You figure right. out what you like. What is it that you like? Yeah. Right? Do I like contract law? If you do, good for you because you right. make a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you like – do you want to be a, a public defender? Do you want to be a environmental lawyer? Do you want to be a copyright lawyer? On and on and yeah, on yeah. and on, right? Then you go and you find a, par a, a law firm where you go – Where you can learn about that. Then when you're in the law firm – you figure out where you fit right. in their space. And you're still trying to prove yourself, and you're still doing your best, and you're still putting all your time in, and you're still going to after-hours parties right. that aren't even included in the 70 or 80 hours you're working. Right. They're the, oh, you meet me at the place this mm -hmm. weekend, and we'll go see a thing, and we'll exactly. talk law. It, and you still have to become the person, the lawyer, that they go, oh, you know what? we got to get Jill. Right. we got to get Steve on exactly. this. Exactly. So, so that's lawyers. Right. Right. What? So, what if you want to be a chef? What if right. you're this like this really great cook from okay. the time you're eight or nine years old? Yeah. You just it's passionate. You love right. it. Do you really think that when you graduate from high school, someone is going to finance a <laughs> restaurant for you? And they're not just going to find a finance what, restaurant. What for you. kind of restaurant? Uh, don't worry about it. Right, I got this. They're gonna they're gonna it's find gonna you. Easy. They're gonna find you customers. Oh, totally. Yeah, they're, they're gonna, gonna, gonna design it. They're, they're gonna, gonna design it. They're gonna staff the whole yes restaurant for you. Yep. They're gonna do the, you know they're gonna do all of the stuff. You're, you're a talented chef, Michael. Right. So, so of here's course. a so no, here's a restaurant. But here's the thing: nobody thinks that they go well. If you right. want it, you want to be a chef, go to culinary school or go get a job. In a kitchen sure. where they love you and they recognize your talent and now you will apprentice with them for a decade. Right. Again, working 
70, 80, 90 hours a week. And not making as much money as the wait staff. Right, exactly. Right. So because you're figuring out who you are, and but people understand that that's the deal. A doctor. Right. You're not going to get out of high school and, and go. get to go perform surgery. Be a plastic surgeon. Or, or diagnose illness. Right. And no. have someone come and pay you for it. First you go to college. Then you right. go to the best medical school. You right. Go, you, right. Right. People then you understand. figure out what kind of specialty you want to have as a doctor. Right. Exactly. Are you a surgeon? Are you an anesthesiologist? Right. Are you a are skin you, doctor? Are you, maybe you're going to be you a general practitioner. General practitioner. Right. right. But, Everybody understands that there's a process involved in those careers. Now, again, th- their longer game, they, you don't have to hit the ground running so fast mm-hmm. as you do in the entertainment world where y- you really want people to know about you. Well, and their chance of making more money is proven. Yes. Right? right. O- other than the chef one. Right. right. I mean, because there's lots, there's a restaurant that closes every day. It has nothing yeah, to do right. with anything other than the <laughs> fact that, you know what, there's no, nobody likes Cuban food right. in Around this here. neighborhood. Apparently, th- right. that's not, not going to be It's just not going to happen. Right. right. There's one too many Italian restaurants in right. this town, and right. yours has to go. Right. Exactly. Right. But, but in those different disciplines, everybody understands that there's a process. So mm-hmm. we really want people to understand that there is a. That while there is no proven path, there's not one path that you do. There right. is not one way to do this, and no one way will work for probably more than one person. Right. There are still stages. Yeah. And, and there are truths. Questions you need to be able to answer. Right. And one of those is, are, are you, you ready? ready? Are you ready for what? All right. Well, let's say. Well, let's start at the beginning. Playing in front of people. Right. Are you ready to play in front of people, period? That starts At with- all. Right now, are you ready to play in the living room in front of your friends? Right. Okay. If you're beyond that— Well, your mom probably is first. Yeah, but— Are yeah. you ready to play in front of your mom? Right. Right? Then, are you ready to play in front of your friends? Are you ready to play in front of that girl or guy that you want to impress? Right. Right? I don't know. Are you any good? When you listen to yourself and you record yourself on your phone— Please tell me you're recording yourself on your phone. You definitely are. You I need to you record are. yourself on your phone and listen back. And then listen back. And you've got to listen back critically, not right. to be mean to yourself. And right. Always look for positives to li- to draw from it first and, and then, then go back and listen critically. And get better and better and better and better. All right. So next stage is like open mic. Right. Can you go and do two, three songs by yourself? And when you're playing, is it entertaining to listen to you? Or, or do people look uncomfortable? Right. Right. Exactly. Are people avoiding eye contact? Do people get up and go to the bar when you start playing? Okay, well, then this is something to know. Then go back to recording yourself. Exactly. Right? Figure right. out why. Maybe sit in with a friend if you've got a friend who's got a band. Yes. Or like as a house band somewhere. Can you go sit in and sing a song or play a song and people go, ah, oh, that was great. That was so cool. I wish you'd played more. Uh, and if you're not ready for that, do the things to prep yourself to be ready for that. Exactly. Right? All right. What about gigs where you get paid? Right. Right. Are they, you know... One set, two set, three sets? Like, are they... So are you ready to go do a three-set bar gig? Bar gig, where you're playing cover songs. Do you know enough songs, or can you follow notes right, uh, well enough? Right. Do you have an app to go, on your iPad exactly. where you can just go through? And, and can you do it without looking at the iPad the whole time? And if you were to film yourself doing this, right? do you think you could pay attention to you the entire time? Right. If... You walked into that bar or restaurant or coffee shop or donut shop or surf shop or wherever you got the gig. If you walked in and saw you playing, would you want to stay or leave? Or leave. Or 
would it not really matter? Would it still be in the middle ground of the, yeah, you know, they're okay. Yeah, that's, and that's, that's fine. Fi- look, that's fine. Totally. Sometimes fine. it's not your job to be the center of attention. Right. Very often with those gigs, it's not your job to be the center it of isn't. attention. What it's you, your job to make it cooler. And it's almost like if you're drawing too much attention, it's probably because you're bad. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And you need to be able to know this. Right. So, do you have a set's worth of that material? Two exactly. sets worth of that material. All right. Now, if three sets. What if you're an original artist, right? Yeah. And you um, can you go to that open mic and play and play two or three songs, two or three original songs that sound good. Right. Do you have a set's worth of material? So maybe you're ready for an opening spot. Yeah. Right. Do you have twenty minutes, twenty five minutes worth of of songs? You have, you know, four to six original songs. Right. That you can go and do. And and we're saying this as though you're a solo artist, but if this goes, this I mean, this for is being a band. True for bands too. Like if you're a band and you're, just, all right, we're a band now. Right? Are you good enough to be in a band? Uh, right. Are you good enough to be in a band? Can you? Are you at the level that the band you want to be in is is at? Right? right. So can you remember twelve songs? Right. Do you have anything to bring a value as a guitar player? If or you're a going singer, or play, a keyboard player uh, or a drummer, play in a, a band besides can, owning the PA. Right. Right. Although that's a valuable part, it's a you know, valuable part. but you just don't want to be where people can pick out and that he owns yeah. the PA, doesn't he? Exactly. Well, clearly the bass player owns the right. PA. Right. Yeah, exactly. But, but right. That's a great point. Right. Like, are you proficient enough at your skill, singer, bass player, drummer, singer, songwriter, right. that you can go offer something to that place where you are? All right. Let's get right. beyond that. Let's say you are. Yes, you're definitely all of that is beyond you, behind you. You're now well. Well, before we do that, I do want. I, I do want to just. I want to just open that, turn that rock over just a little bit more. Okay. And I want to make sure that we don't forget things like. Do you know when your instrument's out of tune? Right. Can you tune it quickly? If you're a guitar player, can you change your strings? Right. Do you know how often you should change your strings? Exactly. What if, about your tone? If If you're a singer, do you know how to sing when you're sick? Right, right. Do you are you capable of, you know, singing harmonies? If you're a backing right. vocalist, if you want to be a backing vocalist, right? Are you are you capable of singing in the style that the band wants you to sing in? Right, right. Is that know yourself? Right. Are right. you ready to do that? Right. And you might not. You might want to do that, and you're not quite ready. And so. You, know, you get yourself a vocal coach, or you get right. yourself a guitar teacher, or you get yourself a bass teacher, or a drum instructor, or get, right. And I'm going to jump in real quickly and say, and if at this point you're going, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what my style is, then you're not fine. That's fine. Well, and it's fine. It just means you're not ready. You're not ready. Then it's good. If the answer to any of these questions is I don't know, then or go, I'm not sure, then go back a step and go right. learn a bunch of cover songs. Right. Sing. Exactly. Play. Do right. whatever it is you do. Right. Until you go, no, I'm right. ready. All right. So now, well, wait. Writing songs. Oh, yeah. Well, that's right. a whole nother podcast. It is a whole nother podcast, but just real briefly, if you don't know what song structure means, right? go find out. If you don't know what a hook is, go find out. Go find out. If you don't know about rhyme scheme or lack of rhyme scheme, go find out. Exactly. If you're, if you're not aware of why it matters how long a song is, right. depending on what you're doing. Yeah. Just again, a little bit more. You want to do a little bit more research. You want to pay attention to other people who've been doing this for a long time. Find articles. If there's a local songwriter that you love, yeah. ask them out to coffee, you know, buy them lunch. Yeah. But you know what? I'm going to throw a little qualifier sure. there. Don't ask somebody out to lunch 
to get them to inform you. No, 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 no. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should already know about songwriting, right. and then if you can pick their brain because you're friends with them. Well, what, what I was going to say is <laughs> I was going to actually go the other way with that, and I was going to go ask them out to lunch, pay for lunch, and ask them if they're willing to give you lessons if you pay them. Right. On how to write on songs. On how to write songs. There you go. Or, or writing songs with them. Yeah, exactly. Right? There you go. That's this is a skill that they like have that you yeah. think they have. Offer to pay for it. Yes. Right? Your time is valuable, and so is theirs. Yes, exactly. And treat oh, and it that way. That's a good, that's a good point. And right. actually, going back into our podcast from last week mm -hmm. about before you spend any money on anything, yeah, that's one of the things to spend money on. Lessons. Lessons, uh, tutelage of some kind. And again, right? and again, if you're going to spend on money on any kind of lesson at all, make sure the person that you are uh, paying can demonstrably do what you're paying them to do. Correct. So if you're paying a vocal coach, make sure it's somebody who you like the way they sing. Right. If you're play, paying a guitar teacher, make sure that you like how they play. Right. And that they're pleasant to be around and beneficial exactly. for you. If you're paying somebody to teach you how to write songs, make sure that it's somebody whose songs you really love. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So exactly. All right. So, yes. So I just a few, I just wanted to no, add I a like few of those sprinkles good. in there just to... All right, so then when you're, let's say you're at the level where you're, you're at a band or you're a solo artist. Yeah. And you're going to start going, all right, I'm doing opening spots now. People are starting to talk about me. Mm -hmm. When I go out and play. They ask, oh, wow, well, I wish I had a recording of that. Hey, where are you playing next? Where are you playing next? I would like to come out and see you play. Yes. Cool. So now you get Wait, maybe. stop. Please make sure that you have an email list then. Yes. And an Instagram presence and a <laughs> Facebook presence, even though lots of us aren't on Facebook. Right. Make sure you have all of the, the whatever is going on socials-wise, right. make sure you're locking in. And, right. And as soon as people start asking you about where you're playing next, you need to start an email list. Yes. Right. So you can let them know. So you can let them know. And communicate with them every so often between gigs. And not just, hey, come do come see me do this. Right. Or, hey, pay me for this. Right. Or, hey, pay me for that. Just let them know what's going on. Exactly. So you're building relationships. Right. You're exactly. building fan relationships. All right. So people are asking, great. So, all right. So now you're gonna mm -hmm. you're gonna start doing open mics or opening spots. You're featuring with people. Maybe, maybe you're gonna split a show with somebody. Right. Are you yeah. ready to split a show with somebody? Right. If you can't draw people to a show in your own area, mm -hmm. you're not ready to split a show with people. Right. So maybe what because you then do... you have nothing to offer the other person, right. and this person. is part of what we're talking about. Exactly. What do you have to offer? What are you offering? What's your value. value add? What is your value add? And look, you're a human. You deserve respect. Of course. You're an artist. You're creating something that's cool. But let's be. We need a little but bit of be realistic, and not in a bad way. No. An understanding, a realistic understanding of what you bring to the table. Exactly. And that can't just be. I'm, I'm awesome. awesome. <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing, though. Unless it is. Right. 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 And you'll know. You'll know. It's, and look, if you keep beating your head against the wall and feeling like, nobody knows how awesome I am. How come nobody can tell how awesome I am? Then you're probably not awesome. Right. Because when you're awesome, people will let you know. People will let you know and they'll just. They will. And don't fool yourself into thinking they don't understand your awesomeness. Oh, they do. Being awesome. Great, but actually be awesome, right? <laughs> right. So going back to the splitting show thing, yeah. if you can't draw people in your own town, in your own area, then you can't split split a show and bring some band from another area. Right. You're still in opening mode. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. You're but once you are drawing in your area, maybe you find another band in a different area. Right. Bring them to open a show or split a show with you, to and then your crowd digs them. Then you go to their area. Right. And then you split a show with them, and their crowd 
and you're doing what's called cross-pollination of a fan base. Right, and what you're building up to is touring. Touring, because if you're a musician, that's part of the deal now. It is part of the deal. If you're thinking you can make a world, you know, changing musical thing and not be touring <laughs> right now, I don't. A world-changing musical thing. I like that. I, well, I don't, awesome. you know, because right. you know, I don't want to. I don't no. want to narrow you in. I don't want to fence no, you no, in. No, hey man, you I got be. you. I got exactly right? what you're talking about. Yeah, it, it's the deal. Yeah, and there are marketers that are going to tell you that you can sell records and not tour, and uh, you know, and, and if and, you can, fine. Just know, email maybe, us and let us know. And, right. and there's maybe four of you, but I, I, maybe that's true in some special genres. I and, think that's an exception, not the rule. I think I agree. Right. If you're gonna if you're gonna be a musician, and you want to make a living at it, and you want people to listen to your music, and you want to you know, play for more than just your hometown. Yeah. Then right? touring is part of the deal. It, it and just is. I would go a step further and say, if you don't want to tour, I would reassess whether or not you want to be a musician. Yeah. Yeah. As part of the deal. Absolutely. Maybe you're just a songwriter and, yeah. and you want to do that in your, in your spare time. And there's a different right. way to do that. And, and, but, but if you want to, if you're talking about Mary you, really well, and right. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if you want to be on the cover of magazines and you want to be touring, you want yeah. to be, you have your songs played on, you know, the best playlists yeah. and whatever right. you want to be. On, yeah. Then touring is part of the it's, deal. It's part of it. All right. In and addition to that, and it's fun. It's it's Michael loved it more I than I did. I loved it more than you did, man. But I loved there it. Were, the, look, if I wasn't driving the van, I'm sure I would have I had loved a way better. Time. I even love driving the van part. All right. So another part of that is mm-hmm. going to be recording. Right. Right. Yeah. There's going to have to. When be are you a, ready? When? That's the question. When, am I ready to record? Are you ready to record? Am I ready to record? All right. Have you ever recorded before? No. No? Okay, well, then you're probably not ready to record. So learn some things about it. Do some Google searches. Watch some YouTube videos about what is it like when you record. Mm-hmm. I also want to dispel uh, an image that you may have because you may have been watching the Freddie Mercury movie <laughs> about what the recording studio was like. I loved Bohemian Rhapsody. Though. I did too. I-, I loved it. It was a great— Some, ac- some, some definite inaccuracies, okay, though. Okay, here's the thing. You're not going to go to a farm for three weeks. No. Where you do nothing but like no, drink. Were they were there for more than three weeks, man. No, but, uh, yeah. you know, I'm trying to imagine a person who's like, I could probably get three weeks off of work and whatever. <laughs> right? This, that, the first time we recorded, we went up to a farm up in Brownfield, Maine yep, for a for weekend. Three days. Three days. Three day weekend and recorded uh, six tunes or whatever. Something like that. Six, eight. Right? Months. Six, yeah. eight. And yeah, and we paid. Yeah, you know, we did. A lot. A lot more than it was probably worth. Totally way more than it was worth. But but that's the way it was, right? right? Okay, that's not the way you need to think about it right now. Right. The first recording situation you should have is you've got a phone. Right. Go record yourself on your phone. Yes. All right, then the next thing is you might have, like, GarageBand on your phone. Mm-hmm. Goof around with that. And then right. buy a USB microphone and well, plug and, it into your computer. Well, and, and look, here's the thing. You don't, maybe you're not technically adept, and okay. and you doing going much further than GarageBand for you is unrealistic. Yes, that, that may that's be the case. completely a, po- yes. a, a possibility. Um, there are many people who would argue that if you're creative, you can be creative at anything, and and that's that's neither here nor there. That's a, yeah, right, it's a conversation for another, for another time. Yep. But I'm sure that there's somebody in your life who likes goofing around with technology. There's somebody that you know. Who who could record you and would do it either because they love doing it or for really really or for, cheap? You know, hey, like 10 yeah, bucks sure, an man, hour. 10, 15 bucks an hour. Right. It's cool. And Let's do this. They'll come and do it with you, right? Yeah, so they're, they're great. No excuses. I would say I would go beyond that. I would say if there's nobody in your inner circle that 
is adept at recording, mm-hmm. expand your inner circle. Yeah, exactly. You know, you want to be a musician. You need a bigger circle then. You need a bigger circle. <laughs> Find a circle where there's some people in there that know what's going on exactly. with the recording. All right, so the first thing. Pull some thing, people into that vortex. Right. The first thing that you would do is record that way. Do like a home recording thing. And that can be yes. cover songs. That can be karaoke tracks. Absolutely. Download hey man, a karaoke there's track. There's some phenomenal karaoke tracks Dude, on the iTunes. I record people on the, doing on that the Apple all music. the time. Download a karaoke yeah. track, beef it up, throw some tape simulator on Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Throw some, get them in the booth. You know exactly. what I mean? And it sounds amazing, right? And and, it, and what's cool for these people is they're getting used to what it's like recording. Right. Now they get it. They right. understand, oh, this is kind of what it's like in the studio. Right. Great. If that's for singers, obviously. That's yeah, that's for we're singers. About. Right. But, but so do cover tunes. Do, mm-hmm. you know, goof around with that. All right, well then maybe an original song. Maybe yeah. now you know how to... What's going on? You've got mm-hmm. somebody that you record with or you're recording yourself, which is, again, I'm going to encourage you to do it. If you are at all capable of doing, you know, copying and pasting something right. in a Word document, yeah. if you spend a little, you're willing to spend a little bit of time, mm-hmm. there's ways for you to right. record. You can copy and paste. You can copy and loops paste in, and in loops and bass in, player, in, bass lines. Exactly, and, in Logic or in right. whatever you're working in. So then you start doing some original songs. And maybe, mm-hmm. and again, this is, goes with the writing, and you're writing original songs, mm-hmm. and you're figuring out who you are, and you're going, am I ready for this? How's my, what do my songs sound like? So when I play my songs for people, do they look uncomfortable? Yeah. <laughs> you keep uh, using that as an example. <laughs> do and they, looking right at me when you're saying they, that. Do they get up and leave the room? Do they, right. Or, and again, not just my mom. Or do they want to come back in and hear it again? Yeah. Do they say, wow, I wish I had a recording of that? Right. That's oh, the man. surest possible way that it's time to record. If you, okay, this is a great way to record. You got a phone, right? Mm-hmm. You're on Instagram, right? right? Okay, record yourself. Just verse and chorus. Just a verse and a chorus of a cover song on your feed. See what kind of feedback you get. Right. Do people like it? Right. Do well, people go, oh my God, you have the best voice ever. You, and then you do have the to same record. Thing. Then do the same thing with an original song. Yes. If you think it's ready. See what the feedback is. And if the feedback is crickets, <laughs> then... I, I wish I could make a cricket sound. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can't, though. I know. I'm not going to even try. Um, if the feedback is nothing, yeah, then... See, that's, then that's no, that's horrible. That's, that's terrible. It's if the feedback is that, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> then you still need work on your songs. You do. But see what's going Major on. Cricket People aren't going to lie to you when you're awesome. You'll know. Right. Right. People and, will tell you you're awesome and go out of their way to tell you you're and so awesome. so what we're saying is... What are we saying, Michael? Don't spend five, six, seven, ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 recording something that no one's asking for. Right. Recording original songs. Here's what I promise you. What? I promise you that if no one is asking you to record things so that they can listen to it... Mm-hmm. Then spending any amount of money recording those songs and expecting to get picked up yeah. by a label or a, even a playlist, the odds of that are so astronomically yeah. stacked against you, Yeah. right? So we, you're going to spend money oh, totally. on your career. And, and it might be a great idea to re- spend and, money recording. And, and you might stuff. spend and, $15,000, $20,000 recording. And you'll learn stuff and you'll... and but. What we want you to do is we want you to do it when you're ready, yeah. when the time is appropriate, yes. when it is the next logical step in your career. Look, you, you can't skip steps you've got in no, your career. You've got no fan base. You've got nobody asking for recordings, and you've got no band. Right. 
and you're thinking you're going to record and you don't and you don't have a big email list because I'm even thinking of those examples of those some right. of those bands that I know that don't think they'd say they don't tour right. and that they sell 20,000 records and you're thinking you're going to re- record a full length and then make your money back by selling vinyl right it's just not going to happen I, what we're saying is that's where the realism needs to come in right not right. realistic oh, it's never going to happen that's not no, what no, we're no, saying no. We're it saying, is going to happen. We it want is, it to happen. We want it to happen. That's why we're doing this That's podcast. why we're doing this. We want you to succeed. We want you to succeed. <laughs> but we're saying you can't, like you said a second ago, you can't skip steps. There are right. steps to this. Yes. Right? And if people are asking you, hey, man, when are you, you going to record some of your music? You're amazing. Man, I, I love, love that, that tune. I love that rain song you have. Dude. It's so cool. That tune you played at the party the other night oh, was amazing. I wish I had that on my phenomenal. phone so I could just listen to it all the time. Absolutely. All right. Well, record it and right. then give it to them. Yes. So that they can listen to it all the time and record then it, tell their friends. Do a voice recording. Do a, a gar- garage band recording. Do a logic recording. If you have Pro Tools, do it in Pro Tools. Yeah. And give it to them. Don't sell it. Don't sell your stuff to them. That's an old paradigm, guys. Okay? It, it doesn't mean you're never going to make money it from it. It doesn't mean that people won't buy your CDs, your music at some point. They will. But unless, they will buy it. But, but unless you're an established artist where somebody has come in and spent 10 to 30 to $80 to buy a ticket to come in and see you play in a club, mm-hmm. they're not, don't expect to sell them your music. Not only that, but you want to remember that just like there are all of these freemium right. <laughs> websites right. where you get a bunch of free content to get you to be a fan of what they do, and then they come in and they go, I want you to spend two hundred dollars on this course, right? Or five hundred dollars, or a thousand dollars, or fifteen hundred. Right? You are doing that with your music. That's exactly right. right? You're using your, your music, music. Is a freemium. It's a free, and, and it's it's promotion for you as the artist. Exactly. Because here's the thing: if you hold out and wait for them to spend, you know, five ten bucks on one recording, and instead of giving it to them, where now. They're going to come see you every time they play and spend five, ten bucks right. on your ticket price. And a quick quick side note, yeah. when they do come see you play... Please go say hi to them. Go say hi to them and remember that they're people. Go to your merch booth, stand there, and listen to them talk and thank them for coming. Yeah. You know and why? make sure that they feel special. Because they are special. Because they came to see you play. And that's awesome. And that's how this works. You're building right. relationships. And if you're not ready to stand at a merch booth and do that... Then you're not ready to play. Then you're not ready for that kind of gig. Because I don't know if this, if if there is the place anymore where there's the brooding artist that doesn't interact with people. I don't know if we're in a world where right. that's going right. to exist. Well, anymore. I'm sure it exists somewhere. I don't right? know. I'm sure that there's a scene where that's a thing and yeah, that's well, fine. I'm, and right, but again, I think that's the exception, not the rule. I agree. I think it is too. But I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to go out on a limb and say it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. But but certainly what we know is that people expect more. Uh, at least fake, um, you know, <laughs> I, I intimacy. Know I don't know if it's be fake, but 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 d- well, they expect to know something about like, you. They want to, they want you to make an effort, right? You know, all right. Yeah. So then, same thing is going to be true for Not merch. Fake, We're talking shallow. About shallow. Yeah. We're going to talk the merch. You're at a table. Merch. That's a whole yeah. thing. If nobody's asking you for your t-shirts, don't print them. Don't up. print t-shirts. If nobody's asking you for whatever, don't print them up. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. Then there's the next step. When all of this is going well, or at least do a short run, do a short run, <laughs> exactly. Right. Do it, just, and ask them maybe what they, how, what kind of T-shirts they want. Right. Exactly. Know whether or not you've got more men or women fans, so you know what kind of shirts to make. Right. Exactly. What 
colors or whatever. But, <laughs> exactly. All right, so then if things are going well and you're nodding your head, you're like, yeah, guys, I get it. I get it. This is great. Right. Well, I, you know, I, I actually do want to just back up real quick okay. just, and add something to the recording process. Yes. You know, we talked about this early on in this podcast that this was true for everybody and at every stage. Level. yeah. Right? So <sighs> if you've already recorded before and you've sold CDs and mm-hmm. you're, you, you're on a playlist and and you're on an indie label and maybe you're going on to a major label yeah. and right please know that that doesn't mean that you get to produce your own oh man material please know that that doesn't even mean that you know the right producer to hire right that there are be be are you ready to yeah. make that decision right right are you ready to know i'm going to write all of my own songs for this be, yeah, right. and, and that that goes part of the "Are you ready?" question there that you're that you're alluding to is knowing yourself in that sort of self actualized yes. way that you were talking about, which was, you know, am I ready? Am I ready to record songs that I'm writing? Are they any good? Right. Do I right. have the skill to be a producer? And and get out of me what I need, or do I need a producer to do that for me? Maybe I need to produce someone else first and see how it goes. Right. Right. Maybe I need to. Maybe I want to. I want to work with this one producer. Maybe I'll do one song. Yeah. With that producer and see if the feedback that I get from everybody is like oh, after this that is, is like yes, this this producer is for you. And yes, you're going to pay for that producer. You have to because that's how it works. Right. Please. Don't think that you're going to understand what needs to happen in the mastering process. Right. Maybe you do. Yeah. And that would mean that you're ready to pick the mastering engineer yourself. Right. If you really do already. But let's be realistic and, and honest about what your skill set is. What your skill set is. You know, do you know what kind of video needs to be made to go along with this? Do you? Maybe you do. Right. But ask yourself, am I really ready to make that decision? Yes. Right? Now, I will throw something out and say, in the beginning, you might be recording everything in the garage band right. and shooting videos on your phone and mm-hmm. editing them yourself and right. getting them out there. And that's fine. Right. Absolutely. Well, because look, if you're look, if you're Billie Eilish, clearly you know what your fan base. Mm, I don't know how much she knows about that stuff and how much of that was the people that were around her that were brilliant. And her older brother writes those tunes. Okay, so with her. so could be that. Do you know what exactly. I mean? She's an okay. amazing singer and so, a great artist. So totally could, it, but I don't could be that. I don't know anything right. about that inner the inner workings there. But so yes, right producer, right understanding and some and 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 what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to give so I like, you know, so Taylor Swift knew at 14 that signing another development deal was a bad idea for her. Right. That she was ready to to record, right? And Lord had ideas that were more advanced than most people at sixteen, seventeen years old. And and the reason I'm saying that is because I don't want to put a I don't want to put a time limit limit on it. Sure, sure. But I right. do want to make I do want to make sure that people know that you will know if you are somebody who is spending this whole time, like we're talking about, asking yourself, "Am I ready?" Yeah. Well, and this is the thing, is that part of what's important with the artist development stuff and part of why we were going so deep into this are, are, are you ready mm-hmm. moment is that you need to know yourself. Right. And I would argue mm-hmm. if you're going to be any kind of artist of any worth, mm-hmm. you better know yourself. Right. 
It doesn't mean you're going to be always the, your best <laughs> self. It doesn't mean you're always going to do the right thing. It doesn't right. mean you're always going to you know, be be honest with yourself about sure. it and take your own advice. Right. But you better know yourself. You got to know when something hits you that you're going to create with. You're well, going to uh, uh, yeah, I think at least I think at, at least the more you know how to answer the question realistically, am I ready? Yeah. The better off you're going to be with these decisions. Yes. Right? And and you may never be enlightened in a way that you know that gets you to you know whatever elevate yourself right and that's right. fine and that's not and that's not really I don't think that's really what we're talking about right right now mm. I do agree with you that I think that the more of those questions you can answer in the affirmative the happier you're going to be yes. in your struggle through and your process yes through and your journey so it doesn't have to be a struggle right in your journey through this yes elusive music career totally right well and notice some of the things that we've left out right we're not talking about signing a deal we're not talking about well we haven't talked about it yet either i mean that's management booking that's publishing recording endorsement deals right right i mean yeah are you know your worth know your worth right are you ready for a management deal i don't know are you gonna make somebody money yet right are you gonna are you gonna make somebody enough money that they should spend 30% of their time, 40% of their time, 50% of their time trying to promote your career. Do you have a skill as a live artist that a booking agent can make money off of booking you gigs and then people will be happy that they did? Right. I don't know. If you are, then at that point you're ready for booking. Publishing and, and record label deals and even endorsements, you know, with you know, not necessarily sneaker companies or whatever, but well, like yeah, but, strings you know, and yeah. guitar companies and sure. clothing companies or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of opportunities for those. But notice that all of the stuff we said mm-hmm. kind of has to happen first, right? Like all of, this is all before we get into the management, booking, publishing, recording, right. contract, endorsement stuff. All of this stuff has to happen first, and this stuff that we're talking about before, to know are you ready, mm-hmm. is the stuff that nobody's helping people through. Right. Not enough people are talking about. Yeah, exactly. And look, <laughs> just to push back against ourselves a little bit here, yes. I would also say it doesn't always happen in this order. No. Oh, right? gosh, no. I mean, right. you could put a YouTube video out of a cover song or someone else's original song and it explodes viral. Sure. And you get signed by all of these other people that we're talking about yeah, immediately right. and then it moves on. It, like, it can happen. But again, why would they want to sign you at that point? Because you've already done something that's going to make them money. Right. You've already – right. So that's a great way to put it. That's that's the part that nobody talks about. Look, it, it's called the music business for a reason. Right. Right. It's not the creative – journey you know through the field co-op right right it's not a you know we're not like you know on a you know (laughs) we're not in one of those communes where like you know we're all gonna split the work and you know no the the it's hey dude even in a commune you gotta do something bigger room yeah once yeah and and somebody and you're doing something right doing the dishes here's the thing someone booked the place that you're staying and you're Doing, you're planting some food, and right? You're washing well, some vegetables. Well, but I'm not, what I'm talking about is even more than that. Is that that's all about? You know, you might be in a community like that where it is all about everybody's sharing, right? Right. Music business 
That's not the. Uh, it's it's it, not what it is. It's a business. It's a business. It's a place where people make money. Right. Right. And so when you want to add to your team people who will make money from you, you have to be somebody who people can make money from. Right. And and so let's looking at that as the as your team. Mm-hmm. Before you get a team, all of this other stuff has to be done. Right. And and not and lots of the other stuff had nothing to do with money. Right. Lots of it had to do with am I ready? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you know how you and I love to talk in in metaphor, right? And yeah. give and give yeah. these you know examples. examples. So the one that keeps popping in my head is the movie from the movie Jerry Maguire, right? Okay. Where he's trying to get his client Rod Tidwell, yes, an endorsement deal, like and like get some get him a commercial, yeah, so he can make a little bit more money. And the best he can do is a local car company. Oh right, right. Is that the one with the camel? Yes, like- right, and. And I tell that not as a cautionary tale, but as an example of knowing that you don't have a national audience. He didn't have a national audience. Right. Right. He wasn't paying, playing for the Patriots or the, you know, the Cowboys or right. He was playing for, for the Arizona Cardinals. Right. Right. He don't make it to playoffs very often. Right, 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 right. And he wasn't the superstar. Right. From the team. That like he wasn't the standout guy from their team, right? Right, great guy, great played with heart, had yep. talent. Was so it isn't about do you have talent? He had a lot of talent, right? Right. It's about knowing you're not going to get a national endorsement deal if you don't have national pull, right? Right. Right. So that doesn't mean that you can't get an endorsement deal in your area, right? With somebody who it might. Benefit them financially to have a public partnership with you. We all know why John Mayer got his signature PRS model Strat, right? right. First of all, you all know who John Mayer is. <laughs> Second of all, people are willing right. to spend thirty-five or forty-five hundred dollars on a John Mayer Strat, right? Right, and right. I'm a I'm a hell of a guitar player, but I don't know how many people are gonna. <laughs> Buy an Adam Scharf Strat. <laughs> I'm not sure I'd buy an Adam Scharf Strat. You know what I mean? But the John Mayer Strat looks pretty cool. Absolutely. So right. understanding what your value is doesn't mean your value as a human. Right. And so this is a part. No, it's not. It's and your value it's, as an artist. And know? it is not a reflection on your talent. No. Okay. It just is where it, are you? Are you ready? Are you ready for that next stage? And the, the questions that need to be asked around are you ready? Are the realistic ones? Yes. Not. Are you ready in your head? No. Right. Right. To and that's headline too. a tour. Hey, and that's right. You might too. be ready in your head, and you might be ready, talent-wise. Yeah. But maybe you don't have a big enough fan base yet. Maybe right? you haven't slogged enough hours playing in front of people. Exactly. Maybe your voice isn't ready to sing five nights a week. Right. For and the maybe, next three months. And maybe it is. Right. And you haven't checked off these other are you ready boxes yet. Yes. That will get it to the place where somebody wants you to. Right. Right. And the point of asking yourself, am I ready, is not to feel bad. No. Because you're not ready. It's so that you know what to do next. It's so you know what to do next. So that you have actionable things you can do. Exactly. Because remember... What we want to do is cut your learning curve. Right, exactly. And help you avoid all of this spinning your wheels and losing six months, a year, two years of, you know, I don't understand why, you know, 
We've been playing this club for, and you nobody's know, freaking, everybody's great. People come and see us all the time, and we're... Nobody's, nobody's and, showing up at the club. You know why? Because the music industry sucks now, man. Right. Well, well I was going the other way with it. Oh. I was going, it's loaded, but it's packed all the time. Oh. How come we can't get out of here? Right? Well... Are you trying to do gig right. swaps with people? Right. Are you doing social media stuff? Are you? Do you have an email list? Are right. you right? There's other stuff to do next after that. Yeah. And if at, in your in Adam's you know ex- scenario, if there's you're playing a club all the time and there's nobody there, all right. Well, now you got to ask yourself why. Why? Right. Is it the songs? Is it the material? Is it the band? Are you? Is it the band? Are you trying to play, you know, metal in a country? You know, dominated listening area. Right. You know, are you an Americana band, you know, in the inner city? Right. You know, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know, but you got to ask yourself why are people not coming? Because it isn't because people suck in the music industry is terrible. Right. Right. Because music consumption is up, everybody. That's right. Like it's at historic highs. Yes. And the music industry the is music still industry, making money. The music industry is historically high. <laughs> With consumption. <laughs> With consumption. Right? It is. People are listening to more music than they ever have. Yeah. And people are going out and seeing shows again. And look, it's, yes, is that mostly people who are, are you know, are higher up artists? Yes, it is. Yeah. But people are going out to see music. It's a thing that people do now, and it's part of the lexicon. It is it's coming of, back. It's part of what's happening. Right? It isn't... It, I promise you people are not not coming to listen to you play because the music industry sucks. Right, or because they hate you, or because right. they're out to get you, or because... Right. So what? let's find out. How do we make so this happen? So what is it that... What question are you not asking yourself? Right. What are you not ready for yet? And what are you ready for yet? Exactly. Because we want you to succeed. Exactly. And these are some of the questions that, you, that, that will help you find the answers. Yes. That will keep you on that positive, forward motion path. That's with actionable exactly. results. And you're never done. Right. And that's a good thing. At There's every level. There's always a new thing to learn. There's, There's always, always going to be this thing about am I ready. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. So remember, you got this. We got your back.